Is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My team! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna repeat, but they are gonna play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are gonna be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot take in that. My team! Take that, take that, take that. My team! Brooklyn Scale, baby! Uh, Brooklyn Scale! Uh, uh, my team! Good evening and welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Talent Tomar Taylor. All I do is take that, take that, take that. Woo! We finally start. We're here in South Florida, as you know. We're in the Mighty Sports Studio. We finally here in South Florida. And it's finally starts to get dark at 8 o'clock. Like, we finally got into that time of year down here. Listen, man. We finally, we get a chance to wrap up week two in the NFL. It is 76 degrees down here. It's feeling lovely. It's feeling nice. It, it rains, so we got a nice little coolness. Basically, the rain isn't even leaving things humid and, and muggy anymore. We get to make our week three predictions today. And, 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 and. We get to introduce you to a new segment today. Right? And, yes, we will not get to my mighty Mount Hatemore. You know what I say, you back, you know what I say, regardless of that time, regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to talk some sports, so, let's start talking, back at it like a sports fanatic, listen, automatically, right off the bat, right, like I said, we have some new exciting things that's coming in the workings for you guys, if you're listening now, I want to thank you, you're listening live on MixLR, we will no, we right now will no longer be on SoundCloud, but we are coming back to TuneIn Radio in the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that, we have some big things coming in there, but automatically off the bat, before things even get started, we already have, <laughs> we already have breaking news for you guys, as Flash is on the thing, if you ever, if, if, uh, is the first round of the WNBA playoffs, and we and they, they've gone to and this is going to be kind of out of order, which I was going to bring to you because of, of just basically the timing of the game. This game started at six o'clock today, right? We're coming down to the last seconds. We have about seventeen seconds left. Um, the Phoenix Mercury are up eighty-seven to the Indiana Fever, who has seventy-seven. Indiana Fever are playing at home. Indiana Fever were actually, if I am not mistaken. They they are the number they are the they are they're the higher ranked team they are the number five seed and the uh, Phoenix Mercury are the number eight seed but I guess listen anything's possible when you have Brittany Griner on, on your team like she she's just a matchup nightmare and and, and an automatic problem but what makes this game you know what as I told you that this game is up eighty seven to seventy eight with seventeen point three seconds left as a, this looks like Tamika Catchins I think maybe it is. I'm not sure who, uh, I don't recognize too many players by face, but I do see at least four noticeable players already on the court. But for Indiana, um, the thing that makes this game even more interesting, I'll talk about later in the show. Just remember, Phoenix, 87, Indiana, 78, 13.1 seconds left. I don't think there's any way Indiana comes back, but if they do, I will let you know. And I will let you know what makes this game so relevant. So as we start off, right, week two of the NFL basically is it comes to a close. It's a wrap. It's done. It's finished. Kaput finito, right? You like you you could stick a fork in it. it, it it's it's done. And the theme of this week, if you were me, was was no, 
no, no, please, please, please. Why? Why do the freaking football gods hate me? Please get up. Please, please get up. If, 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 you, if you cherish my fandom in any way, shape, or form, if you want my dollars, you will get up. You, 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 like, you know, like, you're telling them, like, you, like, I would say that you, you, you may have been even ble pleading with them, just, Dirty Perkins, Herkenbeck, Flatman, Martin, Philip, Bucket, Martin, Perkaluma, Burton, Dirty, Washington, Adams, Martin, and Attenborough. And that was Tamika Catches I was looking at as we see her hugging. I can't remember this point guard's name. Her name was like Arosu or something like that. Tamika Catches had 13 points, 4 for 11 shooting, and 9 rebounds. As she's eliminated from, if I'm not mistaken, this may be her last game. She may be retiring after this. So she is, she's about to go out with a standing O. And I have a, I have a friend of mine, like Christina, that, that works down there at the fever station. You know that I know from when I used to live in Indiana. Station over there. As we see players crying right now on the court. As they exchange hugs. Anything I told you about the live feed is coming, that's, that's coming to you. It's, coming, it's, it's produced live from ESPN. So, let's get back into, this, into the theme of this week, right? And it started with... And you know what? Even there, automatically, we have technically what is breaking news as Brown's rookie running back, Corey Coleman, recently just went down injured. And coming up next for the WNBA is going to be, actually right now as we talk, so even though this game is over, up next is going to be the Seattle Storm at Atlanta Dream. Seattle's number seven seed, Atlanta Dream's number six seed. But rookie running back for the Cleveland Browns, as that game is already was already on the way. Um, six minutes into the first, Seattle's up five to Atlanta two. Which listen, if the, if the theme continues of the night, we're talking about both road teams that I may be able to pull up a, um, an early victory and take a and take and take a hole in these playoff series. So, like we'll keep an eye on this and see what happens. So, and and so like I said, the rookie running back from from the Cleveland Browns goes down. Goes down, and I, I'm just looking at it like the Cleveland Browns really just can't catch a break. They really can't because they just lost RG three. On top of that, I just heard news um, earlier today that that Josh Gordon, that's his name, Josh Gordon, is being brought up on. Charges for evading child support or something like that. So and I guess and you know when they say they have zero tolerance, you don't know what kind of petty little rules they're gonna say. Like listen, you couldn't even keep your nails clean, even though this may be something that he may he may not be able to to fully control. You never know how they're gonna look at him. You know what I mean? Johnny Manziel recently, plus the other plethora of quarterbacks they they've gone through over the massive amount of years. Like like seriously, if it wasn't for LeBron James, Cleveland wouldn't have all. Well, I can't say he wouldn't have anything. Because the Cleveland Indians have recently started winning some games. And that who and that's currently now who the owner of the Cleveland Browns are. And they are taking almost a similar route of how they rebuilt up the um the Indians where they're just gonna stockpile assets. Draft draft picks, human bodies. So very so as you said, like Corey Corey Coleman goes down. Like I said, the theme of this week was like, hey, just please get up, please get up, please get up, please get up. As we saw literally player after player. After play, after play, after play, after player, after player go down. 
go down, go down, go down. And it was Corey Coleman, running back Danny Woodhead, running back Jonathan Stewart, running back Arian Foster, running back Doug Martin, running back <laughs> running back uh, um Rawls. Like, you understand? Running back Adrian Peterson. So do you know that Thomas Rawls is Adrian Peterson's backup? <laughs> so they're like, there's the, some teams out here that just took like a double whammy. Right, or taking little w, double whammies, basically. Right, because we have now Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback from New York, from the New England Patriots. And he's going down, and he has an AC tear in his shoulder. And they don't know if he's going to come back or play or not. We have DeMarcus Ware that, that, that's going down with an arm or forearm broken. Um, as we see the Atlanta Dream just recently take the lead back 9-8. to eight. All right. Adrian Peterson, as I said, he goes down. And as I told you, that Adrian Peterson is the, is the start. If you don't know who Adrian Peterson is, then I'm just going to briefly tell you. As you know, starting running back for the Minnesota Vikings. And he goes down, and his backup is now questionable, Thomas Rawls. And this is a week after they lost their starting quarterback. Or two weeks after they lost their starting quarterback, however long it was. But. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. Listen, we just have all kinds of things. Happening today, as <laughs> the LA Lakers and Meta World Peace slash Ron Test agreed to a one-year deal. Huh? This is just very recently after I just shared something of Ron Test's son playing in a high school game versus Shaq's son. So if you look at if you look for the Mighty Sports page on Facebook, you should be able to find that video. A lot of interesting stuff I'll put on my Mighty Sports Sports page. You know what I mean? Some things that you like, some things you may not like, but a lot of, but a lot of, like, I like to find little tidbits. Definitely, I'm big on my women's sports, because I'm, I'm big on women's sports, as you hear me even watching a women's basketball game, as, as is in the background to talk about. Listen, it's playoffs, baby. It's playoffs. Like, let's not, let's not trip. And I wish I had the feed for that one, but it's playoffs. I'm going to do my best in playoffs? Playoffs? We're talking playoffs? You know what I'm saying. Practice? <laughs> Right, so we have Adrian Peterson go down. We have we have we have Jay Cutler go down again for the Chicago Bears. Doug Baldwin goes down. Jay um, McCowan goes down, and like I said, like we're just seeing bodies after bodies after bodies after bodies just fall. And luckily, like it didn't affect too many of. The games this week, but you you you, you can qu you can quickly see how it's going to start affecting a lot of games in the near future. Like I said, look, like, like I said, look at New England for for one. Like that's their backup quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. This is after they just lost after Tom Brady isn't going to play for the next four games, and who knows what their next guy is going to do? Like he was a little iffy, so that's going to come. That's going to come down. We have no breaking news. That button was just sensitive. <laughs> um. So, now we get down to basically last week's picks versus this week's picks, right? And last week we didn't do we, we did we did pretty alright. We did pretty alright last week. And just to let you know, the Mighty Picks is brought to you by Multivest Games. Multivest, save more, play more. Right. So last week we ended up well, well, we ended up being six. Well, I shouldn't say that. Last week we started keeping track of a record. Right? And that record was basically 
how well were road teams really doing in the NFL? And week one kind of shows you what week one is about. Because for the most part, I mean, if you're under the same impression that I am, right? That the home team usually has the advantage. Like, home team kind of means something in the NFL. Unless one team is just grossly better than the other. You know what I mean? Most things given evenly, even slightly unevenly, you give a lot of home teams, especially a good team, but you give them the advantage. But the first week of the NFL didn't show that home field advantage really meant anything. That very first week, they were 9-7. Now, granted, that's slightly just above 500. And you could probably look at, you know, a couple of blown games, like one by the Jets maybe, you know, <laughs> if I want to focus on any. Um, maybe one by Arizona that, that, that got away from them playing against a rookie quarterback. But not too many, but those those two would have definitely shifted it, shifted the the matrix to at least make it even. But it didn't happen, which showed you that, hey, this home court advantage thing isn't that great in week one because obviously it shows us that everybody is still trying to learn out, find out what's going on. So the the home court advantage really isn't going to be an advantage there because we we don't even know what any any team is really. And everybody is just coming out there surprised, and you're just hoping for the best. Well, this next past week was basically a 6-10 and 10 week. Where only six road teams won, which I think is going to be more of the theme. Five, six, maybe seven if you're lucky. I don't see it being so much in favor for any more road teams anymore throughout the league. But, as I was trying to say earlier, that... As all of these games started going on for week two, right? And, and a couple of already must-win games because, you know, teams didn't want to fall to 0-2. Like, there was a bunch of injuries that happened. And there was a very scary one that, that took place. Like, the scariest of them all. And we'll talk about that one when we come back from this break. Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. Your games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multiverse Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multiverse has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget, Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more.
And welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Talent T. Taylor. If you are listening, you are now listening on our new location. And most likely, probably going forward, probably going to be on our future location. Until we get back directly on tuning. And when we do, we're going to do it in a, in a grand fashion as well. So, so please stay tuned for that one. Um, so, as I was telling you before the break, that week two rolled around. And week two was kind of similar to week one for us, right? Here in the, here in the mighty universe, right? Where week one, we went nine for seven with our picks. And in week two, it's going to, wait, did we go nine for seven? I want to say we went nine for seven. And in week two, we're pretty much going to end up doing the same exact thing. I don't want to say I was better than 9 for 7 for week one. I think I was 11 for 5, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sorry, big mistake. <laughs> I was 11 for 5 in that first week. 9 for 7 this week. So a slight drop off. And... As I said, as I'm watching these games and we're watching everything, like I said, the, the scariest injury of them all to me, the one that really, like, turned my stomach because I was like, ooh, that was just gruesome, was to wide receiver Brandon Marshall. Listen, I know what you're saying, that... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm watching news as I'm just watching player after player look like they're going down for the Minnesota Vikings as it seemed like they just signed Ronnie Hillman, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, Ronnie Hillman used to be the backup quarterback to, or no, he was the quarter, he was the running back that lost his job to C.J. Anderson from Denver during those Peyton Manning years within the last like two, three years. In these later Peyton Manning years. So, listen, and, I, and like I said, I said I did say the injury that made my stomach turn, made my stomach turn the most, <laughs> and it was Brandon Marshall. And 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 listen, and it's, and it was selfish, you know, completely selfish reason. Because listen, even when I saw Adrian Peterson's injury, like you saw, like the weight on his leg, like kind of just buckle, like his whole entire leg just kind of like. Watch it again. You you'll see it. But Brandon Marshall, when Brandon Marshall's leg twisted around, and, and I saw that again, and he saw him holding his lead, like I, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I, I was screaming. Exactly what you heard me saying. The theme of, this, of the show was like, seriously, why do the, why do the freaking football guys hate me? Like you, like you can't be serious. Like I was cursing up a storm, and I was like, I was about this close from seriously like tossing in the jet season, and then. Like Willis Reed from you know another former New York player, you know for the Knicks at that though. Brandon Marshall comes back out, no gloves, no nothing. Talking about throw me the ball, catches the ball right in front of the dude's face, has open field and and, and engages contact, and then barks at him. Like yo, I'm gonna eat you alive all day. And I don't want to say that that's what sparked the Jets' offense, but I'm telling you, they caught a spark after that. And now we saw Nanwa starting to use his size, and then we saw Brandon, Mar we saw Brandon Marshall get some catches, and we saw Big Dick Decker, <laughs> no homo, 
come up with some key catches. We saw the running back, Matt Forte, put up 100 yards and three touchdowns. Now, am I saying this is going to happen all the time? No, no, no. I, I, I really do doubt it, but they looked impressive as the New York Jets ran over Buffalo for the take over the very first win of the of the night of of of, of, of Thursday night football. So the Jets take the Jets take out so let's do a quick recap of week two. The Jets beat Buffalo in a Thursday night game, right? The New York Jets the New York Giants beat the New, the New Orleans Saints, in which I thought was going to be like a 10-touchdown game, and they decided to make it the, an, an almost opposite. They actually had one of the lowest-scoring games of, of of this week, versus the last time they played last, when they played last year, they had the highest-scoring game of, so, completely bananas. But it did show you a couple things. It did show you that that defense for the New York Giants um, um, are definitely getting better, and they've definitely gotten better from last year. And listen... This, this once again could be the homer because I'm not I'm not that kind of New York Jet fan that's, that I'm sitting here and I hate on the New York Giants. No, I only get annoyed by a couple of uh, fans like Jack and Vinny sometimes. You know, what it really comes down to is that I'm a homer all day. I'm a homer all day through and through. So if I can see success for my city, my state, my borough, you know what I mean, my hometown, where I'm from, I'm a root for it. And right now I see the Giants looking really good. And if they can get to and if reliable Eli can start getting that ball down the field to all these other receivers that he has now. Because, you know, utilizing other options, controlling the pace, and the defense is also starting to the click. We're looking at New York Giants as one of the teams, one of the teams to be. And right now, they are my early favorite, my very early favorite, if not my, my, my locked-in favorite to win the NFC East. Unfortunately, I had the Detroit Lions beating Tennessee and the, and the Tennessee Titans end up winning that one on the road. And I don't know if I'm if I'm down, if I'm overlooking Tennessee yet. And I really don't, and I'm not sure yet. But yeah, we'll see. Give it a couple more weeks. This may be, also be one of the very last weeks. I, I may be picking Detroit. I'm saying I don't know about that because they they beat Indy in week one, but they lose to Tennessee in week two. And Tennessee and Tennessee lost to Minnesota, who's a great team. So we're gonna see. Like, Tennessee and Detroit may both suck, and maybe right now that Tennessee just sucks a little bit less. And I do remember Detroit last week winning off of like a last-minute field goal. So we'll also see about them. Dallas beat Washington in in, in, in great fashion, you know. And I say it's a great fashion. It's great fashion. I'm just happy that 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 Washington lost for some odd reason. Like I don't know, Washington isn't one of my favorite teams. I, I, I don't know, they never really have been. Like I don't know, something like about them really appealed to me. And now that they they refuse to build, um, to change their name, not realizing that they're changing their name means they're refranchising of the company, which means that they get to sell all new um, merchandise because all because everybody's gonna get all their new gear. You know what I mean? How they don't see that as an automatic profit? I don't see it, like, especially when they're generating new jerseys every year anyway. He's just doing that to be stubborn. So <laughs> thought it was over too, right now. We're not done yet. So Houston beats Kansas City as Houston comes takes out another one. I'm, and this week I'm gonna hope that Houston go takes business and 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 takes advantage of another team that's gonna have struggling quarterback issues, right? New England New England Patriots beat Miami um, as Miami really really lost opportunity again. As like I said, as you saw Jimmy Garoppolo go down, and they had to go to their their third string quarterback who's making one yard passes and beating them, and beating the Miami Dolphins. Listen, where Miami Dolphins are looking? If the Dolphins lose to if the Dolphins 
beat anybody this year. <laughs> I should say I'm, I'm gonna be surprised. I shouldn't say that. I really shouldn't say that because because there's a bunch of teams that they should win. I mean, they lost to Seattle, but you know, by a couple of points, and then this time they lost to New England, who's just come flat out surprising people with their play. Baltimore beat Cleveland. As I think every team should beat Cleveland. Cleveland is a team that I think should win again. They're just all in, all, in all kinds of disarray. Carolina put a shellacking on on San Francisco, as we see. As we see that, and we, as we hear basically silent chirps from all the people that was talking about the way that Cap, Colin Kaepernick um, protested and the way that he was protesting. But all of those same people were 100% absolutely quiet over this last killing of an unarmed, of an unarmed human being. You, you see the irony there, right? And you see why I keep calling you guys out every two seconds. Because you are very convenient of when, of when you want to have a voice, of when you want to talk about of how you're feeling, of how you feel that you're being feel, feeling slighted as in this country. But apparently, people being killed innocently doesn't mean shit to you. <laughs> Pittsburgh beat Cincinnati. As Pittsburgh is a team that I'm, I'm going to constantly just keep picking for until they give me a reason to have. I'm not expecting Pittsburgh to lose more than four games a season. So, for the most part, they, they just got the the surprise me which four games. Because every week I think I'm, I'm going to be picking them until they play the Jets. Arizona beat Tampa Bay. Um, and James Winston went from basically a four touchdown game to a five to a four interception game, like like a complete like 180 degree turn. Um, next, um, Seattle lost to the LA Rams, and that's one I probably should have saw coming, just based on the simple fact that most division games usually scare me, and the LA Rams will have have always been one of them teams that play division games well, especially when they play against Seattle. And I knew this, and I still pick Seattle, even after watching Seattle struggle in Miami, or struggle against Miami, and they went into LA. Oakland lost to Atlanta, and Oakland. Oakland's gonna be one of them teams that's gonna that's gonna wreck my nerves. And if this is the way Oakland's gonna be, then I'm guess Oakland may just end up being like an eight and eighteen. Listen, I'm sorry, Dre, but but it is what it is. San Diego lost to no, no San Diego beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville still is gonna be one of them iffy teams too. Not gonna be able to. I, I think may not be able to have quite found their way to win. Like that's the difference between that's the thing between Jacksonville and Oakland. We just don't know if they've they've quite found their way to win yet. And that's the thing that's, that's so that's so uh, so frustrating about them that you never know when there's gonna be one of these fifty fifty games. Denver beats Indiana as Denver proves again that their defense is more than capable of winning games even with a rookie quarterback. Basically a rookie quarterback. He hasn't played sixteen games yet. Green Bay falls to Minnesota, as as I told you, like, green, like that's, that's weird for Green Bay. And Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken, like they didn't lose week in week one, but they they lost an opportunity there in a division game for a team that has that lost their starting quarterback and lost their starting running back, and their backup running back had to sit down early in that game as well, if I'm not mistaken. Thomas Rawls. So, the fact that the fact that Green Bay is like lost that one, but like I said, they were in Minnesota, and it was and it was Minnesota's home opener, and there was a lot of emotion and a lot of pride on on the line, and those boys balled out. Like, was, like Minnesota did what they were supposed to. They they won at home, brand new stadium. They they got their very first victory. That's and I, and and see, there you go again. 
Well, there I go again. Little things like that should be known as a factor. Just like I should have picked LA and I should have picked Minnesota. Like you should have picked LA because LA was going was going home and this was going to be their first game at home. And they're playing a division game. Minnesota, same thing. Division game on their first game at home. Should have picked both of them. That's the difference between nine and seven and eleven and five. And as I told you, the Mighty Sport, the Mighty Picks are brought to you by Multivest Games always. <clears throat> and the shocking one of them all, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, and I get kind of the shocking one is me picking is is Philadelphia going on the road and beating Chicago. As we're in the second quarter of, of this Seattle and this Seattle Storm and Atlanta Dream Game, Seattle is up twenty-eight to twenty-three. Now this hasn't been the case all game. Um, the Dream did take this lead back a couple of times. I know right around at one point in time it was nine to eight, and sometime in the teens I believe they also took the the, um, the lead back. But it looks like Seattle again has come back and they regained a little bit of control as they just won a, a jump ball and they currently have the ball. And they're dribbling in and lose their balance. And a foul is called on Atlanta. 7.15 to go. Nine seconds on the shot clock. And as I said, when I get to the section, I'll tell you exactly why these games are so important. But until then, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to switch topics. We're going to talk some b-ball. Nah, man. I'm not retiring. I'll still break that old man's ankles. I'm still going to knock down turn around jumpers all day. That ain't changing. Man, I dropped threes on them all night long. All night. All night. I'll drain threes on you all night. Man, I dropped 82 on you. Been Kobe for like 14 years. I've been here for 16 years. I won like 15 championships. I've been Kobe for as long as I can remember. Dude, you're eight. No, man. I'm not retired. I hate Kobe Bryant. I love that mama face. I hate that mama face. I'll dunk on fools. I'll still hate Kobe Bryant. I'm still gonna hate him. He's not done. This doesn't change a thing. I am Kobe. I am Kobe. I am Kobe Bryant. I'll still be Kobe Bryant. Not up, not yet ready. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Talon T. Taylor. You're still with me. If you're listening, you are listening on live on MixLR. And if you found me here, I thank you for finding me because that means that you found the new location that we're at as we make our transition over from SoundCloud to now MixLR. But also take a quick break from TuneIn Radio as we plan to come back the first week of October. So as you just heard, that was a, that was a commercial, honestly, because you probably didn't, probably couldn't figure out what it was, right? You probably wondering what was that commercial about? What was it all about talking about Kobe Bryant and a product not yet rated? Well, that was for a product made by Take Two Interactive. Who is Take Two Interactive? You ask. Take Two Interactive is the company that owns Two K. Two K Sports, Two K Games, whatever. Two K. And that was a commercial, as obviously. For their newest basketball game, NBA 2K17, where I got at the one and only Multivest Games. Got it at a good price because you know what? I was able to trade in a couple of games. I think I was able to trade in um, Final Fantasy Type O that got me good credit. I traded in uh, Rainbow Six Siege 6, whatever this new one is. 
Uh, and they gave me some good credit. And by the time I got credit for both of those, my game was basically half off. So, multi-best games. Listen, I keep telling you, save more so you can play more. That's how. You get the money back on the, on the trading value. So, as I told you, we were going like, to switch into some basketball, right? Because, like I said, we spent a good portion of the show already talking about football, but also talking about injuries. And if we're going to talk about injuries, then, you know, I also want to talk about Derrick Rose. Because <laughs> what I want to know is, is um, did you hear what Derrick Rose said? Like, and, and if you haven't heard by now, like, then I, I guess I, this is why I'm here, like, to keep to school you real quick. But I know it's been a while, and we, we've been meaning to come to this. Like, like so, as, as, so bear with me as we take you down memory lane. Damn, listen, bear with me as I have a whole bunch of new toys that I'm playing with. I am loving the new soundboard right now. <laughs> so, so really do bear with me as I, as I get in, as I lose myself in here every once in a while. That's, I don't know. If that's really the tone. I should. I should go with this, right? Well, I really don't know. If that's the. Odd, that's the way I should go with that, right? But I think. I think you know. That's a little better. Thank you. Thank you. See, thank you. Talking to the producer and you know, on the other side of the booth. Like he knows. He knows how I like my swag. Listen, we're gonna get you on eventually. Like, we'll, we'll find a mic for you or something. Just, just keep up the good work back there. So, if you haven't heard by now, Derrick Rose first started off by saying that the Knicks were a super team. And I can't. I can't deny what he's saying. And, and listen, and, and, and you have to kind of think like that. Like, like so, so let me just let me just give you a, a, a quick piece of logic, real quick. Because basically, what he is, he's still basically a competitor. And in his eyes, he's still Derrick Rose, the Derrick Rose, the Derrick Rose, the MVP, the MVP of the league, Derrick Rose, right? He's still that guy because he knows when he's not injured, he can be that. When he's not injured, he can be that guy. But he doesn't realize now he's just injury prone, right? But he's just a super team, and you have to think like, listen. A guy, you know, you have a defensive center back there that can handle the ball, you know, that can that can command the defense, but also control some offense if you needed to. We got we got we got we got our seven foot one Litvanian Kevin Durant, because Kevin Durant is also seven foot one, even though he even though he, he likes to lie about his size, you know. Having Derrick Rose, having Camilla Anthony. And then listen, and even when you look at it, like most people are looking at Kevin Anthony as, like when he has talent around him, he can be Olympic mellow. And if Olympic mellow comes out and plays, then why not us? So when he says super team, like he is really looking at them like they do have one of the better all around teams, especially when it comes about when it comes to names. Now if this was like about three, four years ago. We're talking about something completely different, but we're talking about now, and. There's one thing that I that I never do discount, right? Because I've seen it work for the Heat, right? And and when it worked for the Heat, it worked in a grand fashion. I've seen it work for the Knicks. I've seen it work for LA and a couple of other teams, right? And when I say work, 
I don't might, might not necessarily mean that they won it all, but in some cases they did. Now when you get an old veteran team, they kind of find a way to ball out and give it, especially when they feel like they have a chance. They they find a way to ball out and give it everything they have. They put together the physical with the mental, and and they coach up young guys and and they play through each other in the end, and and they and they find a way to do things. Remember, this is what this is technically what happened with Miami when when they won a ring. Like they basically took them to the playoffs and then told Dwayne Wade, like, listen, just throw yourself at the just throw yourself at the rim and get fouls, and we'll get a championship. And he didn't care because he was like, listen, I'll benefit from it later because he was able to suck a LeBron James to come down and get him two more championships. Right? We saw it again with the Knicks. When like the last time the Knicks um, had a decent team was because they had a veteran team. It was a team that had Jason Kidd, had had Rasheed Wallace, had Marcus Camby, had Kirk Thomas. Look how many look how many old funny days I'm talking about. And they balled out until they all fell one by one by one. But they were always constantly able to mentally push and feed through each other. We've seen this. And LA had worked when we saw McCall um, Malone and uh, Gary Payton and, you know, team up with the Shaq and the Col- You know what I mean? Like, we've seen it. Like, they work. Brooklyn had a veteran team with Derek Williams and a, and a Joe Johnson and, and I think it was a Gerald Wallace. Initially, it, initially it worked. And then things fell off because you can't hold on to those teams. Boston, it worked. And that was a promised land one. So you can't get... So you can get so I'm not saying that I'm not. And trust me, I'm not saying that in, that that Derek that Derek Rose, Camilla Anthony, and Joakim Noah is what Rondo and Boston and the guys in Boston was. You know, are a lot of other things. You know, I mentioned. I'm just saying that veteran teams can work. So I can understand Derek Rose saying to himself, "Hey, you know what?" Let me, let my, I have a super team on my hand. Now, what is getting me about what Derrick Rose is saying now is what he's been saying more recently. Because what he's been saying more recently... Danger zone. That he doesn't know the meaning of the word consent. Danger zone. Derek, well, and so for you, so if you don't, if you don't understand like what that particular context was, by him not knowing the meaning of the word consent, I'm pretty sure just the face that, just the fact that you heard that, just the simple fact that you heard me say that X Y Z big name athlete said that he doesn't know the meaning of the word consent, or any person. Any guy, any male, any man saying that they don't know the merit of the meaning of the word consent generally doesn't get followed by a very lighthearted or very positive story afterwards. And this is no different in the case of Derrick Rose. If you don't know what's going on with Derrick Rose, and I don't have all the details, I don't have much details, but I have enough details to tell you that, listen, you should go, go, go look at the details. It's it's pretty gruesome. It's pretty gory. It's it's gonna it's it's gonna make you raise an eyebrow. It, it makes me raise enough eyebrow that I, I keep looking at it. That I'm like, Derek Rose somehow, some way, some shape, or some form is gonna miss time next year.
And if it's not for injury, it's going to be for sounding like Mike Tyson. There's a girl that him and his buddies went over to their went over to their house. A girl that they met at the club that had I don't know had told them maybe that you know to come meet meet up meet them up meet up at her spot. And when they when when he got there, they were a little asleep, you know. So you know he calls her whatever whatever whatever. They finally get in, and basically, what ends up it, it basically ends up being. An unauthorized gangbang. Right? Now, unauthorized now now see that's two that's two kind of like contradictory words because the gangbang kind of kind of assumes that there was consent and an unauthorized says that there wasn't consent. So in the harshest terms there's basically been a group raping of some girl that Derrick Rose is being accused of. They gang raped some chick. Some drunk chick, you know, from the club. And part of his story is like he doesn't he didn't know, like he doesn't understand what it didn't like like what she meant. Like 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 something like cause this is where the whole thing about cause that's why I say you need to read and do a little bit more research because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fudge up the words or his or his most specific words. So this is me summarizing, ad libbing, you know, putting it in my own in my own words. But he had said something to the to the extent that they were all there. What did he expect? You know, like they were all there for something that I need. Just I said that he comes off sounding real like Tysonish, and if you're too young to understand what the Tyson represents, you know, I mean some. Some 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 chick came up to Mike Tyson came up to Mike Tyson's hotel room at three thirty in the morning. You know what I mean? And then later on said that Mike Tyson raped her, raped them, raped her. Sorry. And then this and then this is almost something similar with Derrick Rose, but this is with a group of gang of his buddies. And also we have different technology in this day, so there's a lot of text conversation that's going back and forth. Now the odd thing about this is that. I guess whatever happened couldn't be proved in a criminal court. All right, I don't know if it could have been proved in a criminal court. So she is now going the civil route, and as the civil route goes on, it's basically where all of this information is, is where more and more details come out. So I guess there's a lot of information that couldn't come out during the legal round. Maybe that's how she won, or Derek Rose and his team won. Completely make speculations. I don't. I don't really know. Personally, I think Derek Rose is kind of gay. Personally, I think he is gay. He's just he's just completely hiding it. And 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 listen. And he and this is how I know that Derek Rose is just a retorted dick. And, and listen, I'm not I'm not I'm not wishing him any kind of feel um ill harm. Like I 100% wish that Derek. I I do nothing but wish the best for Derek Rose. I wish that he is able to to basically provide for his family and earn himself. A three to five year productive contract somewhere. That's what I hope for him. I hope that he is able to earn himself a three to five year productive contract based off what he does this year. That's what I hope for Derek. I wish nothing but the best for him, but he's gay. And he's a dumbass based off how he used to handle his, um, his situations in, in Chicago. And now, based off what he's saying with this consent thing, like, like he is a completely oblivious person. I don't think that one person could be that oblivious. And also, if he's saying that him and his boys went over to some chick to go gang rape them, isn't he married with a kid? And isn't this the same kid that he was talking about that he needs to be able to make sure he goes to their graduations? And that's the reason why he couldn't play? Well, how are you going to go to your, to your son's graduation if you're in jail for raping abroad? 
A rape of a woman. I'm sorry. I should say. I apologize, ladies. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right? I, I, I really am sorry. Like, it, it shouldn't come out like that. So I get a little worried if Derrick Rose is going to play a game. Right? But... What I don't worry about is what I'm about to do on a Friday. Nope, not now, not ever again. Just like me, if you can, listen, stop worrying, stop thinking, and head down to Capone's nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you will find DJ Scepter. Could be mixing in the lounge room. Right? Find him so you can start dancing and start drinking. Or if you're one of those people that need advice versa, you start drinking so you can start dancing. But you make sure you do this with DJ Scepter. This is every Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, bring your swag. It's going down to Capone's nightclub. Right? But wait, there's more. If you're trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday, and you can find DJ Scepter at O'Malley's in Coconut Creek. That's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's on 441, just between Coconut Creek and Royal Palm. Right? DJ Scepter plays everywhere that you want to be. You have a birthday coming up? Call DJ Scepter. You have a wedding? Call DJ Scepter. Birthdays? Kenyatta's bachelor parties, you call DJ Scepter. Ladies, you have a bachelorette party, DJ Scepter will play from a cake. I don't know if he'll really play from a cake. <laughs> but DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. For reservations, go to bookings at djscepter.com. We are back. Thank you for still listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast. And I'm still your host, Talon T. Taylor, the one and only. And if you're listening, you want to listen on now, Mix a Law. And, and I'm so sorry. I wish there was a way I can get the information got back over to you guys on TuneIn Radio. But I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a way. Because wherever there's a will, there's a way. That's what they say, right? That's what they say. There's a will, there's a way. And I'm going to find a way to get everything that's on here right now to get this over to you guys. Because I know you guys have been asking. I know you guys can't always get to me at 8 o'clock at night, but listen, this is what happens. But but we're going to get to each other some way, shape, or form. Whether it's on MixLR, whether it's on SoundCloud, whether it's on TuneIn, you can find a lot of my audio and content currently. Whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, and now on Snapchat. All of it. My T Sports. That's M-Y-T Sports. For the pages, it is MRT Sports. For the audios, places, it's the Mighty Sports Podcast. You know how that sounds. Mighty! So, <clears throat> I'm getting back into basketball real quick, right? Because 
I just wanted to actually you know what? We'll touch on this. We'll come back to basketball if you get a chance. We'll see we'll save this little this little tidbit for next week if we can. What we gonna do then what we gonna do now, right? Is that we gonna finally get our week three predictions out the way. Right? Because I definitely wanna make sure I leave enough time to make sure I get this new segment to you guys. Because what happened is that as as I'm preparing for the week, right? And I'm going through my picks, I'm going through my picks, and I'm going through my picks, right? I, I still write a lot of things down, and I, and I use a lot of scrap paper. And so, one day I have my picks, you know, on one scrap paper. And another day, maybe later on in that day, well, usually another day, I, I do my picks all over again. Not because I have, not, not because I, not because, like, I forgot or anything, because I, I know they're somewhere else, I just can't remember what they are at the time. So I do them all over again, and then I come back and I compare them. And I'll, com- and I'll compare sometimes two to five different picks of me just picking randomly. And it usually plays out the same exact way. It's like, it's like taking a test. The stuff that I have an answer for, I have an answer for. I'm able to pick those right away. And for the stuff that I don't have an answer for, I don't have an answer for. And I come back and I do more research on those and I try to apply whatever experience and things like that that I can remember. And that's generally how I take tests. And that's how I've basically done all my picks for this, you know, for anytime, I, anytime I've had to do picks like this for the weeks. You know, the mighty sports, the mighty picks of the week. As we are now heading into halftime, I don't currently see the score, but they are interviewing a player, it looks like, from Seattle. Yes, it is from Seattle. So we have a lot of stuff picked out already, Right? I know, I know, I'm confusing you guys. You guys have no clue where, where, where my producer goes with our music, but this is how we do it. Do it. This is how he does it. Know what I mean? Fake gangster listening to rock. <laughs> Alrighty. So for the very first game, right, which is going to be the Thursday night game of Houston versus New England. I, I surprisingly, which maybe it's not surprising, maybe it's surprising. I have Houston taking care of New England. If you heard me during the first segment of the of the of the show. This is what I was hinting at. That I'm hoping that Houston continues to do what they've been doing and they take care of business and they and they beat New England who is struggling with their starting quarterback play. And if it even if it is their starting even if it is Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo is injured. JJ Watt needs to do what JJ Watt does and Watt all over his face. Just rub his Watt all over his face. Get into him. Right? I have the Giants Winning over Washington, the and because and finally we and listen we get here again old dirty old dirty player versus Josh Norman right, and we get to see if, if old dirty player is able to is able to maintain his composure and come out with a win here because if, I mean if he doesn't eh, we're gonna see like seriously not 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 I mean not only but not, but like I said not even not even the fact that if they could come out with a victory because I really don't care if. Well, I guess I do care if the Giants come out of the victory. I want the Giants to win. I want to see if Older Beckham can maintain his composure. That's what I. That's what I want to see, because that's what. That's what I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be gauging it because it's already being said already. Two weeks into the thing that this is what he does. He takes slaps at people. He takes cheap shots at people. And this is what. This is what the kind of the kind of behavior that we can't really we can't condone. So I have the Giants beating beating Washington as this is probably one of the games I'm I'm, I'm gonna pick to watch for the watch 
watch for the week because of the marquee matchup between the quarterback and the and the, and the, and the, and the between the cornerback and the wide receiver, and the simple fact that for this week, while Josh Norman didn't follow Des Bryant everywhere, and while Josh Norman didn't follow um, Emmanuel Sanders everywhere, he's gonna follow. He's gonna follow old dirty, um, old dirty play around all over the place because we do know one thing: Josh Norman has figured out a way to get it inside his head, and if he can find a way to do that, then Odell Beckham just may not be a factor for this game, and that may be the only way that Washington can win. Is everything else is slowly crumbling around Washington because they are starting to lose faith in their quarterback, Kirk Cousins, Mister. You like that? You like that? You like that? <clears throat> Next up, we have. <laughs> Next up, we have. Miami, I have Miami beating Cleveland, and initially I didn't have this game picked, but as Cleveland started losing bodies and bodies and bodies, I figured that Miami shouldn't be able to do anything but win this game. I wish this game was going to be part of, well, part of the, um, part of the new segment, but nah, not this time. I have Carolina going, to, um, uh, taking, staying at home and taking care of business as Minnesota comes into play, as Minnesota has just been losing too many weapons, and I don't know if they're going to be if, and. Trust me, if Carolina's defense is anywhere is anywhere slightly of what it was last year, they're gonna have they're gonna have a feast knowing that Adrian Peterson isn't there anymore. Um, I have Denver beating Cincinnati, even though Cincinnati is at home. I have Arizona beating Buffalo, even though Buffalo is at home, right? Um, Tampa, I have Tampa Bay beating LA. I have Pittsburgh beating Philly. The Jets beating Kansas City, and yes, that is a little bit more of a homey pick more than it is anything else. But that is the way that cookie is going to crumble. If my Jets are going to be the Jets that I think they are, they, these are the games that they have to win. And they need to get back on the ball and get back on the bubble. And they need to go up to, and they need to go two and one because that's exactly what the um, that New England Patriots are set to be if they lose to New um, to, to Houston. And they kind of want to stay on pace with them as much as possible. So, like I said, there's a part of me that's a homer in me that is taking that that is taking that as a pick. I do have Oakland beating Tennessee, as Tennessee is going to have to prove to me once again that that they can win. And and I don't know why I'm why I keep why I keep going for Oakland over Tennessee or why I keep going for Oakland, but I, I am going for Oakland again on this one. I have Dallas beating Chicago as as I don't know how Chicago is gonna do any work. As of right now, only only viable option I see right now is that they're gonna get length for the ball 82 times, which benefits me because I have on my fantasy football team. But Jay Cutler going on again, it may be time for Jay Cutler to get out of there. They need, they need to find a way to start working on his transition. And in the dome for the Monday night game, I see New Orleans beating Atlanta. All right. So now, that leaves us with a couple of games here. Right? Because we didn't go through them all, obviously. There's about one... Two, three games, right? Three games that we absolutely did not pick. And why we didn't pick them? Because we have a new segment called Against All Odds. Do I feel lucky? What do you think? Where's the money? Yeah, you like that? That feel good? That feel good? Where's the money, man? Where's my money? You gonna sit?
till five o'clock. You hear me? You got till five o'clock. You freaking psychopath! Clean yourself up. As I said, this is new segment called Against All Odds, and what we do in this segment is that we are gonna go against the odd maker, right? Not the odd makers, the odd maker. Who is this odd maker, you ask? It's one of my military coins. And it's going to be real simple. We're going to flip a coin for this. We are really going to take what's considered lady luck into consideration. Heads for the home team. Tails for the away team. So the very first game that we left blank was Baltimore versus Jacksonville. Right? And... We have heads. So for this one, we are picking Jacksonville. Yeah, this is how we're doing this. Next up, we have Seattle versus San Francisco. This one comes up tails. So, ha, ha, And it's only because they've been struggling. And I don't even know why I'm going to pick Seattle, why, why I've been struggling. It's only because Seattle's been looking bad lately. Of why I'm even considering going here. Really, every part of me tells me I should take Seattle. You know, like I said, remember what I told you before? That this is a, this is a division game. These are two rival, rival teams. They kind of don't like each other. Seattle is actually the, the much better team here. But like I said, we're going to let the odd makers take this one. Last but not least, Indy versus San Diego. That one also comes up tails as we have San Diego winning that one. Now, we so those games are going to be completely up to the odd makers. And you know, like I said, there's only one of them that I that I kind of would would contest, and that's honestly the Seattle versus San Francisco. Seattle should win this game. Seattle's been Seattle's been scaring me lately. But we're going to give you a little bonus. We are going to do the division portion of this as well. So, the first one is going to be for New England versus Houston. And that one also says Tails. So, the odd maker on that one picks Houston. Next up is going to be Cleveland and Miami. And the odd maker goes with the home team on that one. And it takes Miami. Listen... I'd make it that far off than what I was picking. Next, we have the Jets. Wait, where's Buffalo? I'm sorry. Arizona versus Buffalo. The odd maker takes tails, which is Arizona. Listen, me and the odd, <laughs> the odd maker so far has been spot on with what I was picking. And last game, the Jets versus Kansas City. And the odd maker, of course. The odd maker takes the home team. And the odd maker takes Kansas City. So, that's where we are going to disagree at. Where I have Kansas City and the odd maker. Oh, the odd maker has Kansas City and I have the Jets. And guess what, folks? That is the show for today. I want to thank you for listening. Howsoever that you may be listening today. Appreciate you. Appreciate the time. You know what I would say. Thank you. Stay tuned. 
stay blessed, and don't stress. Until next week, live at 8 o'clock on MixLR. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Talon Taylor. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Don't forget you can find me. Always knew I'd make a stop there. On Facebook, Mighty Sports. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Twitter, Mighty Sports. Last call for drinks. SoundCloud. Bars closing down. Tune in. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? Snapchat. Don't want to go far. Mighty Sports. Mighty Sports.